0: Hey, it's post-production, Dave, popping this in here at the beginning, still using the Rode Procaster microphone. And I just realized nowhere in this episode did I say thank you to the Rode company. I reached out and said, hey, can I have one of these to to play with? And not only did they send me the Rodecaster Pro, they sent me two Rode Procaster microphones and two stands in a backpack. It was completely awesome and made a phenomenal first impression. So if you've ever listened to the podcast rodeo show, that show is all about making a good first impression. And I definitely am super impressed with the road company in the effort they took to get me this unit. Also wanted to say this entire episode is about the Rodecaster pro. And so if you're happy with your equipment, this episode may not be for you. If you're a person doing interviews over the phone, you definitely want, to listen. This podcast is part of the
1: Power of Podcasting network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com.
0: Today on episode number 653, we have multiple opinions on the brand new road from road, the Roadcaster Pro. It's a jingle pilot. It's a headphone amplifier. It's a recorder. It takes phone calls, and we're going to put it through its paces and tell you what works and what things we'd like to see changed in the future.
1: Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson.
0: Podcasting since 2005. I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcaster, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, this is where I help you massage your message. I help you tackle the technology. I help you face your fears and get you going, not just podcasting, get you going in the right direction, the headache-free direction, the, hey, I didn't have to mortgage the house to start a podcast podcasting direction. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, when you sign up for either a monthly or or yearly subscription, and you're like, Dave, I'm not a big fan of subscriptions. I get that. That's why we now have the School of Podcasting Quick Start, where you join the School of Podcasting for three months, and you get one-on-one consulting to really get you going quickly in the right direction. You can find all of that out at schoolofpodcasting.com start. And uh, I am recording this right now live, and I'm sliding down the the audio here, and I can slide it back up, ooh, and I can slide it back down, and I can do fun things like, uh, let, me, let me bring this down now, and I'll actually stop that, and I can say, hey, uh, I just flew in from Poughkeepsie, and boy, are my arms tired. All right, uh, I'm using the Rodecaster Pro, and the fun part of this is you have to have everything set up live. So the whole thing of like, man, I just hit play and record, and I hit a bunch of buttons, and... It's all done. Not always the case. And I'm going to use the analogy of a guitar. Many moons ago, when I was growing up, I was a big fan of this guy named Randy Rhodes. He played guitar for a little guy known as Ozzy Osbourne, and I just loved his style. And he, had, he played this guitar, and it was made by a company named Jackson. So how cool is it when your hero is playing a guitar with your name on it? And I thought, someday... I'm going to get a Randy Rhodes Jackson guitar. And uh, many, many moons later, I got one. Those things were normally like $1,500, and I got one for $600. Bucks. And I thought, oh, this is it. This is all I've ever wanted. And at the time, and this is actually one of the signs of the apocalypse, I joined a country band. If you look in like Revelation 16, it's like, the thunder will clap. A uh, man on a horse, four horsemen. Jesus comes on a white pony, and Dave Jackson joins a country band. That is like one of the signs of the apocalypse. And uh, this guitar was great for like playing Metallica and Ozzy and Judas Priest. Not so good for playing Keith Urban and you know Travis Tritt things like that. Kind of a one trick pony. So sometimes you have to use the right tool. For the job. And so today we're going to kind of talk about that today with this Roadcaster Pro. Cause when we saw it, we're like, man, this is like, this seems too good to be true. And one of the things that is really, really cool about it, now this is where I'm different. I'm very lucky in the fact that almost everybody I interview is either uh, coming from some sort of audio background or they already have a podcast. And so they already have, in many cases, a decent microphone, even if it's something like a Samson Q2U, they're not using the built-in microphone on their laptop. They're not using some sort of stick microphone. They're not using a Blue Yeti from the other room, and they sound pretty decent. Now, I realize for many of you, you might be dealing with people like, I, huh? and so what happens is you end up being like, look, can I just call you? And we try using Skype, and we try using Zoom and things like that. And even that sometimes they're like, I, a what, a who? And so you're like, ah, oh, if there was only a way to take phone calls, if that is you, this thing is so sweet. You simply, first of all, there's, you hit a button, you go over and you click on a, a thing that says, Hey, um, Bluetooth. And it says, Hey, do you want to pair this with your phone? And you go, yeah. And you hit a button and I went over to my phone and said, Bluetooth. And it said, Hey, I see the roadcaster pro. You want to pair with this? And I'm like, yeah, boom. And I was done. And then you can take phone calls. So I actually brought in an old friend of mine to uh, to test this out. And what what well, you'll hear. Let me uh, let me play this. All right, we're gonna see if this works. All right, here we go.
1: Hey
0: there. Hey, you, you're actually helping me test a piece of equipment, <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And uh, so you'll you'll actually be on oh. the you'll actually be on the school of podcasting. So that's exciting.
1: I, I was just gonna say. Are you recording me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. So
0: how does this sound on your end? It
1: sounds fine.
0: It sounds fine. Okay. So now what I'm going to do right now, you're connected via Bluetooth to this mixer. And so okay. um, I know this is just thrilling to you. So that's but Bluetooth. To, no, it's
1: fine.
0: <laughs> I'm going to plug you into a cable. And the problem is I tried this before and who's ever on the phone gets really, really quiet. And I think it's the cable, not the the thingy. That's the technical term for it. So are right, you ready? You're, you're going to be transferred to the cable. Uh,
1: okay.
0: And now you're on the cable. How do I sound now? Better. Better. Okay. And let me see. See, you definitely got quieter. So uh, tell me what you had for breakfast, if you had breakfast. Nutballs. <laughs> uh, see, now that's fine. You're, you're, I had to turn you way up. Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? I don't
1: know. I don't even know who's playing.
0: Okay. This is, (laughs) um, okay. So I'm going to wiggle the cord a little bit. Probably
1: the Patriots. If they're playing. Yeah. They just,
0: so I'm going to wiggle this cord a little bit and see if I can get you louder. Okay. How's that?
1: Now you sound like a robot.
0: Okay. So that's, it's, it's uh, okay. So now I probably sound fine. Right. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, it just, for whatever reason, and let me make sure my phone is all the way up. Yes, it is. Any parting words you would like to say to the lovely audience of the School of Podcasting? Love and affection forever as usual. There we go. So, uh, that does work. That's the good news. It just, it's weird that I have no, like, if for some reason you were quiet, I would have no way to turn you up. So, oh. there you okay. go. Okay. But I appreciate your... uh you taking the time to help me test this fun-filled little gizmo?
1: Not a problem. Anytime I can be
0: of <laughs> service. <laughs> All right. For those of you that are early fans of the podcast review show, that's a show I do with Eric K. Johnson from podcast talent coach. Uh, that is the hammer. Uh, for those of you that uh, listen to building a better Dave, that's the nurse. Uh, for those of you that have known me a while, that's ex-wife number two who is uh, still a friend of mine. Uh, I just, we're both glad that we're not married to each other. And uh, she was willing to actually pick up the phone when all my other friends were busy. And so you heard there not a huge amount of difference from Bluetooth to actually plugging it in. Now you need a a T R R that's double R for Randy Rhodes, T R R S cable on one end and T R R S on the other. And it is audibly quieter when you plug the phone in. And the reason I like Dave, why did you call your ex-wife again? I wanted somebody to call my direct cell phone number. Cause every other test I did, I was using Google voice. I was using magic Jack. I was doing all, and I'm like, no, let's just go phone to phone. And so I can say, at least for me, unless there's something goofy with this cable that using the TRRS cable to TRRS, cause I was like, that's cool. Cause anytime you can go, you know, uh, straight with a cable, whether that's for your cable versus wifi, you always want that direct connection. So it is super easy to do phone interviews. If that is something that you're doing. And in, in case you're not following this, I was talking into this microphone and she was hearing me. So that's the cool thing. You still have the cool voice of you, but they're using their phone. Now you could do this also via Skype, Right? I could do this where I could call somebody. You can get a Skype out number, but now you have to worry about the whole Skype hiccups, where this is, you know, I don't ever have any kind of hiccups when I'm on the phone. So that's the cool thing about this. Now, uh, we have multiple opinions. And uh this is a quick one so I'm going to put this in here. Uh I've met this guy a couple times over at Mapcon. He's a big educator guy and uh this guy is working on a because of my podcast story that if this actually happens will blow your mind. I can't talk about it now. I hate to tease you, but uh this is Jeff from teachercast.net.
1: Hey there, Dave Jackson. This is Jeff Bradbury from the TeacherCast Educational Network. I gotta tell you, I picked up my Rodecaster. It came in the mail the day after Christmas. I absolutely love this little device. It has allowed me to expand what I'm doing on my podcast. The other day I had an episode where the guest was in a hotel, didn't have great Wi-Fi. We used the Rodecaster Pro. The guest called in on their phone. It was amazing. The sound was absolutely crystal clear. Everything transferred in right. I am having such a great time with the Roadcaster. The microphones sound good. It is very, very durable. I love having a good time with the little sound effects. Now, I gotta say, there are some things that needs to be improved upon it. Would be nice if it had aux sends. Would be nice if it had some mix minus on the USB channel. And, you know, the sounds that come with it are nice, but as I'm sure you guys are talking about, there's no way to get those sounds out so i've actually had to record myself playing all those buttons and then i've actually made soundtracks out of those buttons and and you know the other thing that got me is it's it's not a cheap machine but it doesn't come with the memory stick. At least I, I didn't see that it came with a memory stick. So I, I, there's a few things that I'm hoping that they can fix up. The nice thing about it being a, a portable and digital unit is they do have a nice, um, little application you can download. So we are expecting some software updates to it. But other than that, I absolutely love it. It is an amazing device. If you're looking to pick one up for your studio, it is fantastic. Now. If you're looking to do broadcasting with it, if you're looking to go online with it, I will tell you guys a couple things. Number one, Skype works great. Zoom works great. But if you're doing something that has some kind of a feedback tool, like a Wirecast, you got to figure out how to do Mix Minus using both your native hard drive and your Zoom Roadcaster. We've got some great things over on educationalpodcasting.today about how to do that. But overall, I got to tell you, it is an absolute pleasure using the Roadcaster. Recording into it right now, it is fantastic. Dave, thanks for all the great work you're doing. Thanks for letting me come on and do this little review. I'm loving my Roadcaster. You'll love your Roadcaster too. And check out all the great stuff that we have going on over at teachercast.net today. So long, Dave. Thank
0: you, Jeff. And I just realized I need to clarify something. When uh, the nurse said nutballs, that means Christmas cookies. For the record, I just like I just realized that. I was like, holy cow, I need to clarify that. Before everybody's like, hey, there was no explicit tag on this thing. Uh, Thank you, Jeff. I will actually be talking about, and notice it's like, this is great, but. And so that seems to be a running theme. I realize this is one of the first products to come out specifically geared towards podcasters. There have been other things, but this is one that, shall we say, is not entirely cheap. This goes for 600 bucks. So that was one opinion from Jeff. Here are two, well, two opinions here. This is going to be me and my buddy Jim from uh, jimherald.com. And then I'm going, at, when we're done talking with Jim, I'm going to do a little microphone shootout because right now I'm using the Rode Procaster, which is uh, very cool. And I'm going to talk about when this is a good fit and when it's not. So here's my conversation with Jim. All right, well, we are here. I'm on a Heil Pierre Forty. PR Forty! That's exciting. Uh, in the spooky studio, here with Jim Harold, and here's the story behind uh, why I'm here, is I've been dying to get my hands on a Rodecaster Pro, and for whatever reason, mine didn't get here as quickly as everybody else's. And I saw on Facebook where Jim got his, and I went, hey, he's just right up the street in uh, a little offshoot of Cleveland, and I went, hey, Jim, can can I come over to your house for a play date? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Why not? So I'm in the spooky studio because Jim does all sorts of spooky stuff and writes spooky books and has spooky memberships and all sorts of stuff at uh, jimherald.com. Any other websites we want to plug while we can get that out of the way?
2: Well, uh, there's a new podcast at Soulmate Stories. That's at com. It's a Libsyn site. So there you go, Dave. And uh, mainly, though, com is pretty much the hub for all of the things that I've I've been doing, and I actually told my family, time, I said, we have a guy coming over. It's actually been podcasting longer than I have, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm 2005, but you were 2004, weren't you, or early no. 2000?
0: A- April two thousand four. You got me
2: by like three or four months. Yeah.
0: So he's been around a while, and you had a Sound Devices MixPre-3, and you were inspired to buy the Rodecaster Pro. Because it was bright and shiny? Because
2: that's what podcasters do, right? (laughs) We buy gear. Now, actually, what had happened was, and I I shared the litany with you, I've had an array of different setups over the years. I've never really been satisfied with anything. The MixPre-3 is a great unit. Let me make that very clear. But the thing I really missed was a noise gate. (laughs) Mm. And I heard about this Rodecaster Pro, and it was getting towards the end of the year. And I'm like, you know what? Because I do this as a job, like you, and I said, let's give it a try. And lo and behold, it's sitting here, and we're going to talk about it. But uh, it's an exciting piece of equipment, I think. I think it's uh, really maybe an important piece in the evolution of podcasting equipment
0: as we see it. Now, you do some live streaming, or or how much live streaming do you do?
2: Oh, maybe once every two or three weeks. Now, I've done spectaculars, like uh, on Halloween, we had a four-hour streaming session and had guests come in from around the country and things. So I do some live streaming. I've only tried this once with live streaming, seemed to work pretty well for me. And I like the fact that it's got the processing on board with the Apex. So as you are going out, your voice is processed. So you got the noise gate, you got the compression, you've got the big bottom. And uh, so I think that improves the audio of the streaming as you're going out live. Uh, I haven't tried it as much as I think as you have in that regard, but it, it seems pretty useful for me for, for streaming, at least the time that I've tried it.
0: Yeah. Are you using the the little jingle buttons for anything at this point? or
2: Honestly, what I typically do, I've always kind of recorded live to tape except for spots because I run advertising in my free shows. And for themes, uh, I actually I usually edit those in post. And honestly, that way, if you, you flub something, if it's not live, if it's not streaming, uh, I just put that in at the end, but I could see where that would be fun to do and and fun to play with, and also with the uh, you know the various sounds and so forth. Some of the the good ones like this one. There you go. <laughs> hey, there you go. Who
0: doesn't need the saxophone? Exactly. Trombone?
2: Exactly. So I I guess my point is is that it, it I could see where that's very useful if you want to go from start to finish. Uh, I don't work quite like that, but it's still speeding up my production quite a bit.
0: Yeah. Do you ever have the need to interview somebody via a phone? Oh, constantly.
2: Most of my shows are interview shows. I have Campfire, which are regular people calling in with their ghost stories, paranormal podcasts, where I do interviews in a number of uh, Libsyn premium podcasts that uh, are interviews. So yeah, the, I, I, that's a must have for me. In the past, I've used a, a mix minus via my computer. Currently, I'm using Zoom for that and, and Google Hangouts for phone calls. And, uh, I've tried it on this unit. They have the TRRS piece here, the fader, and that seems to work quite well. Um, I actually have it hooked up to a tablet. I don't like the idea of having it hooked up to my phone because then every time somebody texts you or there's a notification, it might cause issues. So I had an old tablet sitting around, so I'm just using that. And it seems to be working working pretty well.
0: I was surprised at, A, how easy it was to connect it via Bluetooth. Yes. So that was cool. And then I actually bought, I had on Amazon, I ordered. Because
2: the, that's what podcasters do, right? That's Gary?
0: right. We buy gear. And I, I went to Amazon immediately and bought a TRRS cable so I could plug it in directly. And I tested that last night. worked like a charm. And uh, yeah, that's the only thing. And the one thing I do like about it is there are mute buttons on the channel. Yes. So you could have the phone muted And then to me, I see this for the person who's been wanting to do a live call-in show. Yes. This could be like, this is the ticket.
2: Well, I'll tell you what it does for me is because other than the themes and things I run, I've always done my interviews live to tape. I don't even edit out ums and ahs, and that'll be very apparent to anybody who listens to me. But but anyhow, uh, the point being that I wanted to get closer to that live to tape, but with a unit that didn't have – the uh, noise gate and some compression built in, I ended up you know splitting it into tracks and doing a lot of work after the fact this morning, I had a show I had to record one of my plus shows thirty five minute interview with an open and a close very simple now, normally, I would have had to take that uh, from the mix pre three it's like a five track file or something you have to split it, and then I'd have to go through and and run dynamics against it and audition because I use audition and tweak out any sounds on either side and kind of balance it. And then I am a big fan of Auphonic. I run all my shows through Auphonic. With this, I was basically able to since it has the noise gate built in, it has some compression built in, I was able to basically take the interview, put it into my timeline on audition, clip off the beginning and the end where I did the countdown and said goodbye to the guest, pop on my opening theme. Ending theme, run it through our phonic eight minutes. That's pretty cool. So to me, I mean, since this is my business, it's saving me a tremendous amount of time. And no, I'm not paid by road. Because <laughs> <laughs> there are a couple of little critiques I have, and I think we talked about some things. But overall, I'm really loving this unit.
0: It's interesting because I also have a, a Mixpre 6. And I like the fact at times that you get separate channels, because everybody always says, well, that way if somebody's dog barks, right, right. you can do that. And it dawned on me, I don't think I've ever had somebody's dog bark. I do have occasions... It's usually my dog
2: barking. You <laughs> met them a little earlier. They're the ones that bark, but...
0: Uh, I have had situations where people talk over each other, but usually, eventually, somebody will shut up, and then the actual point that's trying to be made will then be made sans talking over ish, whatever I'm trying to say here. And I just cut out the part where we're talking over each other. And then you can kind of fix that. I get that. But I I guess to me so far, I'm not missing, not having separate tracks. What about you? Not
2: at all. Um, And in fact, I will say this, you know, I think this is great. And again, let's face it. It's what? $600. That's not cheap. And especially if you're new and starting out, that's, you know, that's a significant amount. It's, it's really, it's not cheap for me. But I I think it appeals on both ends of the spectrum. One is to the experienced podcaster who has done shows and kind of knows what's going on and has the capability to hit a mute button if they hear a sound in the background or ride the fader. Like a lot of times when I'm doing an intro for somebody, instead of using the mute button, I'm kind of a more old radio school guy. So I'll keep the fader down while I'm doing the intro. Hey, I'm talking to Dave Jackson. And right before he's supposed to talk, I bring it up that way. There's no sounds coming from you during my intro. Things like that. If you're an experienced podcaster, you've been doing this long enough, you probably can adapt to more of this live model. And I think it's what Adam Curry yeah. promotes actually. And uh, and I think for beginners, it's nice because I I never – and again, I've been doing this for almost 14 years. I had the DBX and various mixers and things. I never felt like I had a gain stage right. I, I mean my audio has been good for the last 12 out of – 14 years, but it's not as good as it could have been. I always felt it was a little bit lacking. With this, it is almost plug-and-play, and, and I love that. And the fact, i got to believe even not having 72 wires between a vocal <laughs> processor and a mixer, that's going to reduce things like electrical hum and a lot of other things that are introduced. I mean, I know I sound like, uh, you know, this show is brought to you by Rode, but I, I really think not only for this unit itself, but I think it's kind of a model for other manufacturers. If they really want to attack the podcast space, this is going to be kind of, I think, the standard.
0: The cool thing about it is this is designed for podcasters. That's it, when you think about it. That right there, we kind of overlooked the fact that, hey, look, somebody spent a lot of time in research, development, whatever, and came up with a product that said, oh, is this for radio people or ave no, no, this is for this is for podcast. Yeah,
2: exactly. Because we talked about units like the L12. That's yeah. for musicians. I mean, if you look at the videos for that from Zoom, uh, the now you have to be careful because there's Zoom the recorder people and Zoom the meeting people. Yeah. But Zoom the recorder people, nice unit, a unit that I had, but the demo videos are with musicians. And then the mix pre three, a lot, a lot more of the same great unit, great preamps, terrific. But again, not necessarily speaking directly to that podcaster audience, but this certainly is even by the, by the, by its name.
0: Well, let's play with the tone a bit. Cause we've talked about, there's a, um, afex processing is, is renowned. And, uh, I had a Aphex 320 it was like a thousand dollar unit that I got Used for 500 and the tube blew up in it, so I haven't been using it for a while. But one of the things I really missed always was the big bottom, and it's one of those things that you have to be really, really careful with. Because when I first got it, I had people say, Hey Dave, I like your new toy, you just need to back it down because the big bottom was rattling people's. It was uh, too big. It was too big, and some of the upper end stuff was making things a little harsh. And they're like, You know, I'm, I'm glad you got a new toy, but. No. <laughs> so, can you while we're talking here? Can you go in and because I'm assuming right now it's on, right? Yeah. Now you are currently speaking with the big bottom. The big bottom. The big bottom is on. So can uh, so this is on. If I hit, if I say three, two, one, can you turn it off? Just did. Just did. So this is me without any processing. Well,
2: without the big bottom. Without you have the, big the bottom, other. Though. You have the other. You okay. have the other.
0: So let's turn everything off. And it's it's not even noisy in here. But it is weird because I can hear just
2: a little bit of room noise, a little, little bit of, of hiss. Yeah,
0: a little. And so, uh, and this is, I guess, the thing I was kind of surprised. But on the other hand, it's kind of good. Is there's not a huge difference between, you know, everything on and everything off. So go ahead and slap everything back on, and then we'll we'll turn. Yeah, see, I, I could hear the big bottom as soon as that came on. Yeah,
2: but it, the thing is, is that the preamps are not noisy in this. No. And and we should say both of the mics that we're using, I'm using the RE20 and Dave is using the vaunted Heil PR40. <laughs> um, both of them are really gain hungry, dynamic yeah. mics that want to, I thought for sure I was going to have to run this through a cloud lifter, but I don't feel that that's necessary.
0: Okay. So is the, throw on the, uh, the other one, the oral exciter. The oral exciter. I know it sounds dirty. Cause for me now on a Heil PR40, it doesn't seem quite is harsh, but it is the I can definitely hear the upper end now, and so I'm not a huge fan of the oral exciter. Yeah, it's a little too exciting. Yes, yeah, yes, I'm too excited. So uh, well, we wouldn't want that. So
2: let me disengage yeah. in here.
0: And now let's uh, let's do the same thing on your voice. Throw everything oh, okay. on, except mm. the oral exciter, because I think we've both agreed that the oral exciter is is uh, while very oral, not very exciting.
2: All right. Well, everything is on. I don't have quite the same tone and dulcet tones Dave has, but everything's on. Compressor, high press, pass filter, de-esser, noise gate, and the big bottom.
0: And then it, isn't there like a bypass all?
2: Yeah, I can turn all of that off. So let me turn that all off. Now, see, I have a, I feel like there's a little more hiss on this mic than yours. Yeah. On this one, on the re Twenty, I think there's a little bit of a difference.
0: Yeah, it's a little it's, bit more pronounced. Yeah, it sounds a little. There's a little more like, "Hey, that's off now." Yeah, than, yeah, than, I uh, agree. And I think that's going to be somewhat based on your voice, and also, like you said, based on the mic, yeah, probably. Yeah. So
2: I, I, I don't have matched mics in the studio because uh, I didn't want to break it to my wife; I'd have to spend another five hundred dollars. <laughs> so
0: we'll slap that back on. um All right, we're back and we're back. Have you ever seen that Jimmy Fallon? Uh, Thing on Saturday Night Live, I,
2: I, I yeah, I think I have Jimmy now Fallon it's an and
0: and Ben Affleck, and they're like, and we're back. So,
2: <laughs> well, there you just tested out the compressor.
0: <laughs> it seemed exactly. to work. The other thing I thought was hilarious. A, did you get the placemat version? Oh yeah, yeah. There's like a thing you could literally take
2: them apart and use them as placemats for your family. So it's a nice uh, bonus. But it, it's kind of like you know the step one, step two, yeah. step three kind of thing you get, and it's just like. Whoa, that's uh, somebody really, but not an actual instruction manual that I could find, which I thought was an odd omission.
0: It's it's on their website. Okay. But yeah, it was, well, the thing I loved is I didn't even have to refer to the giant placemat because I just, I turned it on and was like, oh, hit a few buttons. And I was like, oh, okay, I get this. And you move this slider and this does that. And there's really not a whole lot to it. And then when I went into the advanced button, on a single yeah, channel it's
2: self-explanatory yeah there's
0: it's, so i like the fact that it seemed pretty like for the person that's like oh too many knobs i'm like eh, yeah take three minutes it's really not that bad
2: on the other hand if somebody really wants to get granular and i actually i was going to buy one of those apex channel strips uh and then they weren't available for months and i'm glad i didn't thank goodness But um, for a unit like that or the DBX-286, you can really get granular and dial things in. That appeals to some people, others not. If that appeals to you, you might be frustrated with this unit because it's kind of like on or off. Or, for example, on a noise gate, I think what they're doing is saying, do you have a soft voice, a medium voice, or a strong voice? You can kind of adjust the noise gate that way, but it's not going to be like minus 20 decibels or anything like that. You don't have that, at least at this point with this version of firmware, you don't have that kind of granularity.
0: Yeah, and I I played with that because I saw where you can say, what kind of microphone do you have? Is it a condenser dynamic? And I didn't, again, I didn't hear, and do you have a strong voice, middle voice, whatever. Right. I didn't hear a huge amount of tone difference in that. But I think, again, because this is 600 bucks, I'm assuming they believe you're not using the stick microphone right from your computer. You have a de- and if you have a, a decent microphone, you're going to sound pretty decent. I know. Yeah,
2: I I think that it's really lowered the bar. I mean, you know what it was like in 2005? It was like hocus <sighs> pocus, how can I figure this out? And now you can go and buy a unit off the shelf, plug in a mic and sound pretty darn good.
0: Yeah. So so that's what we like about it. I can tell you I played with a little jingle thing. Yeah. And it's a piece of cake. You it's a really super lightweight program and you is you can have that program open cuz it gives you I think it's eight different uh jingle yeah. buttons. Yeah. And you're like, oh, if I need more than that, you can drag them in while you're doing things live.
2: There was there were a couple of good reviews. Uh, there was a gentleman from uh, Australia. I can't remember. He was one of the first ones that came out. He made the observation on that jingle program. It'd be really nice if that had presets. Yeah. So you could say, for example, I literally have probably eight or nine podcasts right now that I produce. If I could have a different soundboard, basically, for each one of those, and I could just drag and drop in a menu and say, okay, podcast one, podcast two, podcast three. That way when I hit the red button, it's not going to play the theme for podcast one on podcast three. That would be a nice addition. But I I do think it's very nice they have those laid out. And it can be even, you know, fun for applause and and those kinds. And it comes preloaded with some of those uh, different effects.
0: And, And this is where I'm somewhat spoiled. I've been using a thing. It was called iJingle. Right. And what I loved about that is you could set it so that when you press it once to start it and press it again, it automatically fades out. That is not the case with this. You can either have it where when you press it the second time, it'll do, it'll just start from the stop. So if you kind of want to do the a wick, 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 wick thing, you could do that. Or you could have it uh, stop. So if you want to, if you're, if you're playing an interview and you want to do the Dave Jackson thing and pause it in the middle and then pick it back up, it'll do that. Uh, or, and I did find out if, if you're, Started something, you're like, wait, wait, stop, stop, stop. You can press the button and hold it down, and it'll just stop whatever you're doing. So it's um, it's not as cool as a jingle palette, you know, the, like the software at this point. But it's brand new, and it it will definitely do probably what you need it to do. And you've got a you've got a slider there, so if you want to fade out the sound, right, exactly, you just drag the slider down. So. And
2: the other the point about this is you could almost take this somewhere. And, uh, you know, I'd probably always have a computer with me, but you don't need a computer. This is self-contained. You can record right on the yeah. unit. You don't need uh, to hook this to a computer. You can and and record in your computer, but it's still not multi-track, by the way, if you yeah. do that. But that's the cool thing. You can take this, a couple of mics, a set of headphones, uh, two sets of headphones, and uh, and and Bob's your uncle.
0: Yeah. And the the key to that is if it sounds good in your headphones – it's good. Whatever you're hearing in your headphones is what's going to tape for lack of a better phrase. It's going not to be not to tape using us yes.
2: our, uh, dating ourselves.
0: Yes. So um so that was one thing. Like I say, I, I like the jingle palette. Um, it definitely works. Are there room for improvement? Yeah, but okay. It still it it gets you by. What are the things would you like to see improved?
2: Well, my number one complaint seems minor, but it just seems like such a no-brainer that I've got to believe they're going to address this and fix this in uh, firmware updates. And that's one of the cool things about this. I think that this is the kind of 1.0.1 version. I'm thinking that they can make quite a few improvements. One of them is very simple. There's a little micro SD card. I think I have a 32 gigabyte uh, card in there. It holds over 40 hours of sound. That's great. Uh, But the thing is, is that you have to physically take that out and put it into your computer to transfer files. Now, the odd thing is, is that this has a USB connection. It's connected to my iMac right now, but I can't just put it in data mode and drag and drop like you can with Zoom recorders. You can with, for example, the MixPre series. You just hit file transfer and it recognizes a drive. You pull it over. And the thing that I worry about with this unit is the wear and tear on the actual um, little SD slot and the SD card? And I don't know if you ever had this. You've been involved with electronics for years. I blew out like uh, expensive VCR when you know uh, you know four head stereo when that was a thing back in the day uh, with a uh, stack electricity. Mm. And I'm afraid someday I'm going to reach back there. Bzz, and blow out a $600 unit, plus the wear and tear. You're putting that card in, you're taking it out, you're putting it in. Yeah. Now I've tweeted a couple of times at Road asking them to fix that, and I hope they do, because I think that's like an obvious no-brainer, like somebody's probably in Australia saying, oh crap, we didn't think about
0: that. Well, the other thing is, and I'm with you, I think that's the the big thing that I went, ooh because I even over, I know some people are like, what do you mean, separate tracks? I'm like, for me, that wasn't a deal breaker. Right, But the fact that A, it's on the very back of the unit, so you've got to stand up and look over yeah. and then, yes, they have a little finger indent there yes. so you can kind of feel it. But the other thing is for me, I don't have a micro SD slot in my computer. So then you've got to make sure not to lose the adapter. So I, anytime I, I mean, I keep those two like almost joined at the hips. Yeah. So I don't, cause if I don't have the adapter, it's pointless.
2: Well, I just, I had one of these like multi-card readers uh, laying around. So I plugged it in for that very reason, because I got to go, and Obviously, this is audio, you can't see me, but I kind of reach and, oh, I get that card out. Oh. Yeah. And, then, and it's just kind of a pain where it could easily be solved in software. I, yeah. I think I, – I'm guessing that's something they might be able to address in firmware. I hope
0: so, yeah. Because it's – again, it's, it's just a case where every other kind of unit we've played with has had that feature. And when you're like, wait, what? You – you, you have to pull the card out. It's like, yes, you do. And then if you've never heard of a micro SD card, look at the size of your, your fingernail. Pink, yeah, your, your pinky fingernail. It's tiny. And so, and it, I mean, my hands aren't ginormous, but if you have big manly hands- Oh, yeah. You're probably not going to like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, that was one of the things, like, ooh, I wish they would have just a standard size SD card. Even though, you know, it's the size of a quarter, it feels a little more substantial. But but yeah, I, I got to believe they'll fix yeah. that. I got to believe it. I
0: hope so. And the only other thing that I would like to see a little more of is just, we've kind of said how it's kind of cool how it adds processing and make things sound better. I guess I miss the ability to make myself sound bad. <laughs> Like there's no bass. A little, and a little more,
2: a little more granularity, and a little yeah. more EQ possibility. Yeah. You're saying,
0: yeah, I think that's what I would like to see. But on the other hand, because it's 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 kind of weird. Because right now this sounds good, and it's I swear it sounds better when you're not like right now we're trying to figure out what we're going to say, but when you just are in listen mode and listen back, I swear it sounds better. I don't know.
2: Yeah, you know, I felt the same way. I did some interviews,
0: yeah.
2: and things, and I listened back. And I'm like, well, that sounds better than I remember it sounding. Yeah. Now, I might have something to do with the headphone amp because I did notice um, it has a governor on the headphone probably for lawsuit reasons or something. Yeah. And I turned that off and then it had a headphone boost. I turned that off. I don't know if it's something about the headphone app that maybe might quite – because the other thing, guys, and this is great. It has the ability to plug in four different yeah. headphones, which you would need a separate headphone app, which uh, – and uh, it's built right in. You have four different controls. It's just like a radio station would have. It's fantastic. But I'm wondering if that's coloring the sound a little bit that we're hearing, rather than the recording. Maybe there's a difference between the two. But I think that brings up a point. The thing is, is when we're talking about this, you think of one point and it brings up many others. People say this is expensive, and it is. But buy a mixer, buy a headphone amp, buy an effects processor buy a recorder, like a Zoom recorder, an H4 or something like that. You add that all together, you've got a couple thousand bucks. This is iJingle. You buy that. Yeah. So you buy the four or five things this has. All of a sudden, this looks like a bargain.
0: Yeah. Yeah. it's uh, and it's, For me, I was like, I can't wait to hear it. That was the whole time I'm like, because it just seemed like... Too good to be true. Too good to be true. And that's why I'm like, I got to hear it. And that's where I'm with you. I don't know why, but the first time... Because you can actually, like when we get done... When we hit, that's one other thing I would love to see. I would love to see a pause button. There's the, you hit a big giant red record button. So you never miss it. But there are times when you're like, Oh, hold on. It would be nice if I hit pause and then unpause it. But that's not a, a huge deal. It just means when I'm done, I've got to take two files and stitch them together. For some reason I had to, uh, to pause.
2: One more thing, and maybe this is the way I'm running it. Maybe I'm not running it properly. But I notice, particularly when I do a phone interview, and if you throw the file up on something like Adobe Audition or, in mm-hmm. your case, Hindenburg, the, it, the levels aren't quite balanced. I think our recording will be because we're both in studio and mm-hmm. we're at similar levels. But it seems like phone recordings, for me, I can see a difference between me and the caller. Now, personally, I pass all of my podcasts through Auphonic different people feel differently about that. Personally, I think, you know, I'm not an audio engineer and it's the closest thing to having an audio engineer. So all of my stuff goes through Alphonic and that easily takes care of that difference. But I do notice the difference because I think they're kind of saying you can hit record, you can hit end, and then you have a podcast. And I say you have about 95% of a podcast. You still have to maybe do a little tweaking here and there, but not much.
0: Yeah, if I were, it sounds like I'm nitpicking now. But the other thing I, I'm surprised—they have these little white lines to kind of give you as a guide to like this is where your 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 recording blinking light should go to. And I did that, and when I put it into something, it was a little lower. I would I I, I would like them a little higher. I, I like to run about minus six, I guess. Right, and this was more you know, down a little bit more. And
2: that's not indicated on this unit. No, I don't have. Yeah, you don't have any decibel markings or anything. Yeah,
0: that would be something, again, sounds like I'm nitpicking, but I'd like to know where I'm at because some people like to run, you know, hot and, and they don't care if they distort, apparently. But I was like, hmm. And when I watched a video on YouTube, they said, oh, these little white lines are recommended recording levels and I'm like, but it doesn't say what it is.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I think Bandrew uh Podcastage, which he is a really in-depth interview, and yeah. I was like replay, I was so obsessed with this piece of equipment. Over the holidays I was going into Twitter and typing RogueCaster Pro every three hours to see if somebody posted something. So I was so excited about this. But he had a really good review and he said the fifth line down is Unity, which uh on the fader, which I wouldn't have even known had he not said it. So I had a little better guidance on that too. But again I I say nitpicks, right? But if you're doing a review, you you want to lay out the positive and things that you feel can be improved.
0: Yeah. So for me, I'm with you. I I like the fact. I think it sounds good. I know this is those things where people go in and when they start measuring the amount of like, like noise and background hiss with you know, I'm like to me, I I measure that stuff with these things called my ears. And if,
2: I've heard of those.
0: Yeah, and if I don't hear a bunch of hiss, right, I'm I'm happy with it. I like the fact that it has a mute button for everything. I love the fact that it has, I'm a I'm a slider guy. I know knobs work just as well, but I'm a slider guy. Yep. And to me, it just seems super easy. And the, the little uh, palette, the jingle buttons are, are cool. I really like the headphone amp. I think that's cool. And that's something as, who's someone who is... <laughs> I feel it's... I'm, I'm partially going deaf. I love the fact that I didn't have to turn it all the way up and go, oh, wait. And I did see that they... I didn't realize they had a governor. So that if you if you want to make sure you're not blowing your brains out.
2: Yeah. yeah, it comes with a big red, at least the unit I got, came with a big red tag and says that this has this, and I think you got it directly from the manufacturer, yeah. may not have had that, and it says, uh, and I just threw it away right it says, In other words, this is set so you don't blow out your ears. If you want to blow out your ears, you could go to XYZ <laughs> in the menu. I mean, that's not what they said, but that yeah. was basically the gist of it.
0: The other thing we didn't point out, we, we mentioned how you can tie... A, a phone or a tablet to it via direct line or a, a Bluetooth, those actual channels also have effects all, effects. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I thought, Oh, in fact, there's even one for the phone line that you can tell it. This is a phone. Yeah. And it tries to make it sound. And
2: I think it does a decent job. I was surprised. Now the thing for me, I was kind of teed because they said you couldn't do a mix minus through the USB. The I, the truth is I was able to do a mix minus through the USB using zoom with no problem.
0: Yeah. I, I was really kind of when i saw that i was like oh what's the point this is a whole live streaming tool and I've used it on Zoom. I'm going to use it on, uh, well, by the time you listen to this, I used it yesterday on Ask the Podcast Coach, which is a Google Hangout thing. And so far, I'm not having any huge issues. I had a weird little buzz issue that I've, I've actually emailed them and said, hey, what's the deal with that? And that may have been the way I had it plugged in. We'll have to see. But- well, you
2: know, now that you mentioned this, you mentioned this to me before the show, but I did see somebody on Twitter saying there was an issue with Windows impossible drivers. Mm-hmm. They were having some distortion maybe that's what you're talking about. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm running Mac. I've not had any problems, but you know, there's always a first time.
0: So how long have you had your unit?
2: I think I got it on January 2nd. I was so excited. I was trying to get, because uh, the place where I usually get my mail, I have them reroute it and then it didn't show up. And I'm like, oh, it's not here yet, which was better because that way I didn't totally spend my New Year's in here playing with this rather than being with my family in the other room. Got it on the second. I've recorded... Ah, geez, I probably recorded, I put out six pod, four to six podcasts a week. So I probably recorded seven or eight podcasts with this. I love it. I love it. I mean, there's always a question, is it durable? I have no reason to think it's not. It's the, the top is metal. The bottom is plastic, but seems pretty hefty, pretty sturdy, actually heavier than I thought it would be. So really, if it holds up and they they continue to improve it in the firmware, I couldn't be happier.
0: Yeah, um, exactly. To me, I was the same thing. Uh, we should probably mention it does have an on-off button because not all mixers do. Which yeah, I, I which was, annoys me. Yeah, I'm like, oh great. Uh, and so that's another bonus. And I'm with you. I'm, I don't think it's bad the way it is. It's kind of like everything else. I
2: give it an A minus B plus for me. Yeah. For from in my use case is different. I could see a beginning podcaster saying, "Hey, I really want multi track." because I want to have that option. If I, you know, I drop my mouse or something, I want to be, I want to have that granularity. I can understand that. I'm wanting that even an option. And they kind of have it on the mix pre three. If they could come it out where it's in dual mode, where you have a mixed track and a multi-track, I guess that would be kind of pie in the sky dreaming, but that might be a nice option for some people really hung up on the multi-track question.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. Give them the options and, uh, I, there's always going to be that person goes, well, it'd be nice if I could pan you a little left and me a little right. I'm like, well, then you're getting into, now we're really
2: How many angels can dance on the head of a, of a Heil PR 40.
0: (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's a great unit. And, uh, yeah. So if you want to, uh, if you want to go buy one, go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 653, and I'll have a link right there. That will be an affiliate link through my B&H uh, account, but uh, if you want to check one out, there it is. Jim, what is coming up on uh, in, in Jim Harold World land? Well, next week on the Paranormal Podcast, and
2: I guess this comes uh, – School of Podcasting comes out Monday. Uh, tomorrow, we will have an interview with a documentarian – was just interviewed by Larry King. He's done a uh, documentary on the Bob Lazar case, a whistleblower who says that he was stationed at Area 51 and claims to have been tasked to reverse engineer an alien craft. Of course, on Thursday, we have the campfire, which is uh, just regular people. You know, in your life, Dave, you just ever have something weird happen, you know, something that just didn't make sense, maybe... maybe got a message from a loved one who's passed or just odd things. That's what we do on the campfire. And then that new show I've uh, debuted with my wife soulmate stories and that's on Apple podcast now. And that's all about uh, people, how they met and how under unusual circumstances love conquered all and uh, they've had a great life together. So those are a few of the things that we do. And you can find it all at jimherold.com. And really, it's been a pleasure, Dave, to have you here in the Spooky Studio and and talk about this
0: this fun unit. It's been a great evening. Thank you, sir. And that will do it for that. Now, here's a, a couple things. You heard me talk about the weird buzz issue. And what this is, it's turning out, I don't think it's showing up in the recordings I think it's only showing up like in a, a playback issue on my computer, but here's what that sounds like. But does Shane sound at all robotic to you?
1: Shane, why don't we have a little discussion? Well, actually
0: about- now does Kim sound robotic? It's both of you guys. Hmm. Do, does it sound any
1: I don't know. Shane. Yes. You don't sound robotic to me. Okay. Yeah. So but see Shane notice sound that... Alright, all I you? gotta get
0: this to stop. Notice that um, Kim can't hear any weird buzzing because it's, it's my playback on my computer. So I don't think it's a recording issue. And so far from what I get, I'll have to listen to the recordings on YouTube of ask the podcast coach. I don't think what I, what you just heard that weird buzzing. I don't think that's going on the recording. I think that's only playback on my machine. So that's, uh, that's that. Now, in terms of some things, now you, you heard Jim and I already mentioned a couple of things like, we wish it did this, we wish it did that. The, what we're calling the jingle palette on the right-hand side that is meant for things such as... But in terms of playing intro music, or if you want to do what's called, you know, where you basically talk and then the music fills it at the, in the end, I have no idea how long the music is left with. Like as I was listening to the conversation that Jim and I had, I had no idea how long that was going to go, which is why you kind of hear if you go back and listen when that was over, I'm like, Hey, that's, and we're done. So that is something that I'm used to having in the software that I use. So the jingle palette I think is great for sound effects and otherwise it's uh, (coughs) isn't that fun. Sound effects are great. Um, And so where would I use this? Well, as Jim mentioned, you don't need a computer. So if I'm somebody, let's say it's it's four dudes and they're doing a sports show, and on occasion they get to interview some big shot smarty pants from their sport. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. In fact, there's even a setting for, I think it's, you can go in and say, I think it's channel one that you can say, look, uh, turn on ducking, meaning if we have a situation where everybody is talking over each other, make me louder. I am the alpha dog. And you're just going to have to know that, hey, I'm doing this live now. So there are a couple things. Number one, I did the thing at the beginning of this where I faded the music down. It's great. But your ending music, if you're going to be doing something where you're talking over music and then you fade it in, you have no way of knowing when you're out of music. So you might then want to make your ending music something that just starts. So you could say, hey, thanks so much for joining us this week. Take care, and we'll see you next week. The school of podcasting. Right, And then that would just be the end of that. So... And then off the music with your call to action and things of that nature, as opposed to trying to talk up some music and things like that. Uh, if you are talking over each other, you're going to have to recognize that and go, Hey, hold on, stop one at a time. Okay, Steve, you go. And then Steve would say his point of view. You're going to have to police that. Uh, I was talking with John Buchanis from audio He was uh, my guest co-host on ask the podcast coach And he said that's one of the big takeaways when you have separate channels is you can go in and figure out, okay, who said the smartest thing here and mute everybody else. So if you know you don't have that ability, well, then you need to not talk over each other. So there's a little self-discipline in that. Myself, like Jim, I've used this on Google Hangouts. I've used it on Zoom, and I didn't really have an issue, even though they say that you like the USB port is not uh for lack of a better phrase, they call it mixed minus, but it means that your guest is not going to hear themselves fed back to them, which is this weird thing and it sounds like an echo. And I have not had that problem. So I was curious. I thought, well, maybe I'm using this in a way it's not designed. So uh for now the the two of those that I've done, I haven't had an issue. And I think the problem that I did have with the weird buzz was a playback issue, not a recording issue. So if we were to look at this now, and I realize we spent the whole episode talking about this, it goes for $600. That is not cheap. And if we were to add this together, so if I went out and found a cheap mixer, that allowed me to plug in four microphones. The Behringer Q uh, 1202 USB is $120. If I got the Mackie headphone amplifier, that's $40. If I got Jingle Palettes or uh, iJingle or Backpack Studio, that's $10. I don't have an option for Android people, but I'm sure there's something out there. A cheap portable recorder like the Zoom H1N is $120. And that Apex processing... Is three hundred and forty five, and I'll have links to all this again out at school of six five three. That's six hundred and thirty five dollars. So, this, as Jim pointed out, is six hundred dollars, and all that cabling and stuff you don't have to deal with. Now, as I pointed out, if you actually buy the AFEX processor separate, then you have a whole lot more control over your tone. And so I really think, and that's the one thing that I kind of miss is because like right now I'm using the Rode uh, Procaster and it's a fairly bass heavy uh, microphone. In fact, uh, I have the Oral Exciter, which normally on a normal microphone to me sounds a little harsh. So we're going to do a little microphone shootout as we get ready to head out the door here. And I'm going to turn on. My ElectroVoice RE320, and this is both of the microphones, and now I'm going to turn off the Rode. And this is now me. Let me make sure the volume's about the same. Uh, talking into my road, my road, my uh Electrovoice RE320. And you can hear, and this is the exact same setting. As I look at this, uh, they are both identical. This is set in the Rode Procaster option. Now If I were to say, hey, let's not use that and just use their generic dynamic setting, that this is what it sounds like now uh, without the whatever that setting was. And I guess that's the one thing I wish we had is on one hand, they've done a great job of making it super easy for the non-technical person. and But there are going to be those, well, nerdy people that when we see these kind of generic settings like we we see things like, okay, medium, soft, and strong, and deep voice, and medium voice, and high voice. We're like, uh, what does that really do? Like, what is it, you know, and there's just nothing there. I found the uh, spec sheet. I found the quick start guide. Those will also be linked to out there. Uh, I do love the 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 different headphone amplifiers. For me, I have my computer speakers plugged into... Headphone jack number three. I have my headphones uh, plugged into headphone jack number one, and there is that jack. By the way, is on the front. There's actually two jacks for that. There's one on the front and one in the back, so it's really easy to plug my headphones in to that. So, um, what this wouldn't work for is I do the podcast rodeo show now. I try to do that show earlier, and this is where I went mm, to. I can have eight sound effects on this little jingle palette, but I have to drag over the intro. I have an outro again, and that outro is music that fades in. So I'm going to have to make a different one uh, or just have to know that song inside and out and and work on talking over that. Then I have a sound effect that says this is only an opinion. So that's three. Then I've got uh, a buzzer. I've got a horse whinny and I've got a meh which is basically this. (laughs) So that's kind of in between. That's not a buzzer. It's not a horse whinny. So that is what, five? So I have five different sound effects that I have to drag over. And this is where I agree with Jim. If there was a way that I could say, load the podcast rodeo show, and then I have to download the... Now, what was cool, I was able to look up the show on my phone and put it right into that. But it's it for me it's easier for me to record that by using something like my Scarlett 2i2 or I have my, you know, Sound Devices MixPre-6 where I can say just listen to the microphone where this is not designed to do that. It's designed to feed everything out of the mixer back into the computer. So that's not really what it's designed for. Again, it's it shines like no other kind of piece of equipment for people, especially if you're doing kind of, I'm going out on the road, for those people that are recording in bars, you know, here you go, you plug in your four microphones, you've got a phone, uh, so if you want to play your sound music, uh, that, I mean, that's always the other thing, too. I'm talking here how the jingle palette doesn't act like a jingle palette. Well, I could just buy the app and put the phone into that, and that solves that issue. So, uh, but if you're looking to be able to grab one channel out of this and put it into your computer. That's not what it's designed to do. So all in all, I'm pretty impressed with this. The weird buzzing issue I'm looking to see, and that's where there'll probably be a part two of this because I just recently reached out to them and gave them the same sample I just gave you. And uh, it's not fair to say they haven't gotten back to me yet because they've literally had it like less than 24 hours since I've said, hey, I think I'm having an issue. So it's uh, super easy to use, and I love the fact that, uh, like, while we were listening to Jim and I's conversation, I just muted my microphone. I've been sitting here typing show notes. Now, that is another thing to think of. If I uh, was doing this show normally, where here I had to listen to Jim and I have that same conversation again, if I'm doing this all post-production, I just drag Jim's conversation over and then go to the end of it and go hey thanks jim find jim at jimherald.com and then drag in the next clip and go hey thanks so much blah 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 and drag so when you're doing things live and you're do, you're working with things that have been pre-recorded it's going to take a little longer cuz i'm sitting here the whole time recording the whole thing. So if you have any questions on this school of podcasting.com slash contact, if you listen to this and go, man, that's exactly what I'm doing. I hate technology. I hate all these knobs. I want something super. I need to interview people over the phone. Please go out to school of podcasting.com slash six, five, three. I'll have a link to this where you can buy it. And I'll actually get a little bit of a finder's fee through B and H. So thank you so much for tuning in. And again, if you're looking to start your podcast and You're looking to get it up and going, and I've got my membership program, right? You can sign up for a monthly membership, and that does mean you can sign up for one month, go through every tutorial I have, and bail. Or I've got a yearly program if you're looking to take advantage of the live coaching that we do, and I'm actually ramping up more live coaching. I think we're going to do that now once a week so that you don't have to wait to get your answers uh, from me. And of course, there's always priority email support, things of that nature, Uh, And if you're like, look, I'm not much of a membership person, check out my quick start at schoolofpodcasting.com slash quick start. Thanks so much for tuning in. In the future, we're going to be talking about how do I know my content is connecting with my audience? That'll be coming up very soon. Subscribe over at schoolofpodcasting.com. Subscribe. Easy for me to say. And until next week, class is dismissed. Take care and God bless.